Welcome back to the Go Be Wyoming podcast. I'm Aaron. And I'm Zach. We are your hosts as third generation Wyomingites. We saw the need for a Wyoming focused show highlighting Wyoming values and morals. We are dedicated to bringing you the people, businesses, places, and organizations that embody what it means to go be Wyoming. This is episode 91, some state news. On this episode, our big topics are the budget, again, state budget, and then uh, talking about Liz Cheney um, and her her uh, the impeachment, whatever you want to call it, Zach. So those are kind of our big, big themes today and some other state news, but um, let's get into this episode 91. Cool. Today's episode is brought to you by Alpha Graphics of Sheridan. They offer a full variety of printing needs for any business or brand. They can also help you with any web design, social media marketing, and more. Give them a call today at 307-674-6277. Today's episode is also brought to you by DYT Solutions. They offer custom digital marketing solutions for your company or brand. Visit their website at dytsolutionswy.com or email them at admin at designyourtech.com. Once again, that's dytsolutionswy.com and their email is admin at designyourtech.com. Sheridan County Title is another sponsor for today's episode. They offer better service for a better price. Ask for the best title service that has been serving Sheridan for over 50 years. Give them a call at 307-672-6478. This episode is also brought to you by Jess Hattervig at ERA Carroll Realty. You're going to need an expert realtor if you're looking to buy, sell, or build a home up here in northeastern Wyoming. Give Jess a call at 307-751-6924. Again, that is Jess Hattervig at ERA Carroll Realty. I'll just make it clear. I'm not a cowboy, so that was probably a bad yeehaw. Um, think like Jackie Chan in like Shanghai. Uh, uh, is it Shanghai Noon, Shanghai Moon, whatever? Yeah, oh, yeah. Anyways, um, I'm half Korean, by the way, if anyone's out like. Yeah, it's not racist. That's not a racist comment. Um, I will say I love those movies because it was just like, yeah, I'm Asian in the West. It's like. Right. Do I dress up like Jackie Chan then? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, all right, Zach. Um, not that much stuff. I mean, it's it's things, again, we've talked about, but uh, it's, again, like, I don't know. Are we are we not reaching people? Are we on deaf ears? Yeah. You know, which I think it's probably both. But yeah. <laughs> um, first up, budget-wise, <laughs> the Dot director is quoted, um, you know, obviously for – they are facing a big, big cuts, obviously, like everybody else. And, yeah. and the white, the Department of Transportation gets a lot from the state. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of highways. I get it. They're, yeah. You know, and they have a lot of employees. You know, I, I understand. We want safe roads. You know, I'm not, yeah. I'm not saying we need to get rid of the Department of Transportation. But right. you guys get a lot of money. Like, <laughs> right. you know, uh, everyone's going to hurt, you know. But anyways, he was quoted in saying, we need more revenue streams for the Department of Transportation. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, you're the director of, of this state agency. So of course you're going to say that. Like, um, we all like more money. Yeah. I mean, who, yeah. Like if I had a million dollars and I was like, Zach, do you want a million dollars? Yes. Okay. Like, <laughs> I, I have a million dollars. Do you want a million more dollars? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I don't know what the point of this interview was with the director. Like, I don't know what, what are, what are our journalists doing, man? 
I don't know. Anyways, um, I had this thought though, and Y dot probably has this broken up by localities, mm-hmm. but have we ever thought about like, I don't know, like Sheridan County. I don't know. Like the Sheridan County residents get a dictate to, to this department of transportation. Like, Hey, all I care about is, uh, this highway and this highway. Right. Those are our focus. You know what I mean? Like, does that make sense? What I'm saying? Like, yeah. and then like, if that department, like if that Sheridan County de- de- Y dot department's like, well, we need this X amount. Well, Hey, Sheridan County is a pretty, pretty given community. We'd raise it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, I don't know, this might be like, it might be like a backwards approach, but then like businesses could like, you know, uh, like emit if they really wanted a road done right you know this to this area of white out would be like well you gotta pitch in this amount because here i i bring this up because counties do this all the time on county roads right right in in the oil patch and the powder mm-hmm. okay if if a company is going to be using a county road a lot okay they they're in communication with the county you know there's usually a road 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 supervisor right and sometimes that's the negotiation of either, Hey, you guys do the work, right. And maintain it. And, or you pay us this amount and then it's a negotiation, right? Yeah. Why can't that be a state, you know, like, I don't know, you know, the director probably wouldn't like it. Cause it means, Hey, I'm going to cut you. Right. And then, you know, if Sheridan's happy with how the roads are. Yeah. Then yeah, you come to the, you come to Sheridan County. You're like, Hey, I need this amount. And then people are like, yeah, no, you don't. Right we'll tell you when we, when, you know what I mean? I yeah. don't know. I was just, I had this no, thought cause I was like, you know, the counties do that. Yeah. And pri- and again, this is a private business. Now I think the problem is some of these areas where there's not a lot of people and not a lot of businesses, that's where you're like, Ooh, like they're right. going to be hurting. So anyways, yeah, no, that's, that's interesting. I mean, as you're saying that too, I'm thinking, well, what about the taxes that are raised in this community stay in this community? So the roads get, you know, whatever for this, this community, yep. but yeah, you run into a similar problem. Well, what about the, you know, Thermopolis or, you know, other, other counties where the population isn't as big and the tax base isn't as large. And, and we did talk about that last week, uh, from talking with Ashley, she talked about special districts. So that'd be like a special district. Now we're getting into some weeds of yeah. where's the money going, right. you know, and like you just said, you know, Sheridan County, yeah, we'd be fine. And probably the bigger you know, wherever the cities are would right. probably be okay. But then the smaller ones. So anyway, I don't know. This is a thought. Yeah. Just, um, I thought, I just think it's funny that they asked him like, would you like more money after they just got cut? It's like, yeah, of course he's going to say yeah. yes. Like what? <laughs> yeah. We got some dumb people as reporters. Um, well, here's a solution. Maybe <laughs> for him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, another, this is one we kind of missed last week, Zach, um, is the mileage tax. And this one's different than the fuel tax. This one, and actually we talked about this way back when, when this was proposed in committee. Yeah. I guess this one's not dying, which is surprising to me. Um, so the mileage tax, if you remember, is kind of like a little black box gets put in your car and the state of Wyoming gets to track how many miles you're driving around yeah. and you get taxed on that. Yeah. Um, there's a couple different ways about it, but that's one of the ways being discussed. Yeah. Another is taking the average amount of miles. So 
I don't know where they got this number from. It's in some article here. Um, but the average... What? 21,000 miles per year? Yeah. Is the average Wyoming... Ri- that's wrong. That's what they say. And so if they go with... Take that, right? And then apply this tax to it, that's about $436 annually. So, I, and I think one way would be each year you're, re- you're registering your vehicle. Sure. They slap this on you. Yeah. Could you imagine, though, paying your registration fee? I mean... <laughs> For my truck, and I'm about to get a new truck. My yeah, you're about, to, about to go up. You're about to buy a but new truck. Imagine, and then imagine getting slapped with that. Another five hundred bucks. Right. I mean, you know, it's four thirty six, but that's five hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah. And honestly, my new truck is probably going to be two hundred dollars to to do it. Yeah. My registration fee. Yes, yeah, so that's six hundred bucks. I'm going to pay. <laughs> Where did they come up with? When I was I'm when I was working when I was working over forty hours a week as a land man driving. There's no way I even drove 20,000 miles in a year. No way. And that's from driving from Sheridan, like all the way to Lusk. Mm-hmm. Let me see here. Okay, so. No, that's wrong. According to a report from <laughs> driving education firm, I drive safely. Their usage fee, that's that's the. That's the organization that ran this test, huh? Yeah, did whatever. So, again, so this tax would be two cents a mile with escalating fees based on the size of the vehicle, culminating at 14 cents per mile for, like, uh, truckers, you know, big 14-axle or multi-axle trucks. Right. Um, Again, that, I mean, so I guess it would change, right? 436 would be the average. So if you're not driving 21,000 miles, your tax is going to be lower than that. So they say. So, right, so they say. But, uh, again, what? <laughs> I, yeah. I don't know. Well, and and so, I I just don't like this this idea in general because twenty one thousand that's wrong. I don't think the average Wyoming resident's driving that much unless you've got like kids in sports and you're driving from Sheridan to Cheyenne yeah. twenty times a year. Yeah, like you for every sport. That's absurd. Um, maybe ranchers driving around their ranch, but then that's where I'm like, they're not even on, they're not even on roads. Like they're driving around, you know, on their roads or County roads. Like, um, and then you just said that they'd break it down by different types of vehicles. Well, they got different types of vehicles for different type of things. Sure. Yeah. And And actually I should, I should rephrase that because it's based on the types of vehicle, not the amount of miles you're, you're going. Uh, I guess it is two cents a mile, but if you have a truck, it's going to be more than two cents a mile. (laughs) So you're, so you're discouraged from not just driving, but from driving a different vehicle, right? The vehicle that you want. Oh, so the government's telling you what to drive. Yeah. That sounds good. Yeah. This is crap. And their arguments, get this, their arguments, uh, people are switching to electric cars. So the other one, this is the stupid one. People are switching to electric cars. Uh, I mean, I'll admit, I've seen more Teslas driving around Sheridan than I've ever seen in the last year. Yeah. There's, they're not outnumbering regular cars, though. Yeah. I mean, they're still way well in the minority. Yeah. Uh, so we're just going to throw this out? We're just going to pass this because a few more people in each city decided to start driving Teslas? One I love this is that there's no data behind this one. Yeah. 
that's that's a, that's right. his opinion. Just like, well, that's an know, opinion it's happening. Yeah. The other thing is, as vehicles are improving, now this is true. As vehicles are, uh, you know, improving, technology's improving. They're finding better ways to, you yeah, know, they're more make, efficient. Yeah, yeah, fuel efficiency. Yeah. And so that's the other thing. People are are filling up their their vehicles less. That's, sure. that's probably their main motivation here. Uh, well, not me. Well, they're going to raise the fuel tax, what so say. what's... Well, and so then I want to talk about that. <laughs> if we get this, get rid of my fuel tax. Yeah, exactly. My, if that's, my if, fuel better be dirt cheap. <laughs> yeah, yeah, if you're using that, if you're using that that argument, then don't raise my fuel tax yeah, then. get rid of it. Yeah, you can't do both. Um, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Here's my thing, though, uh, with Teslas. Love Tesla, love Elon Musk. Mm-hmm. I think he's on to something. <laughs> Um, the problem is with those battery cars is, is the charge. Yeah. Okay. You might be lucky now with the newest ones to get the Cheyenne to Sheridan on one charge. Right. If you're lucky. Yeah. Okay. And that's on a good, that's, and that's all prime. I think people don't understand this. It's like, it's gotta be prime conditions. Mm -hmm. Right. But guess what? You get to Sheridan, you've got a charge, right? There's no, there's no buts and there's a buts about it. You've got a charge. Yeah. With a with a diesel or or gas, I just fill up and keep going. Yeah. Like what? <laughs> I don't. It, so this whole like oh we're seeing more Teslas. It's like maybe in town right. where there's charging stations, <laughs> right. but you're not seeing them on the interstate here in Wyoming. Yeah. Okay. Like I think people some people and hey, electricity comes from coal or natural gas. But anyways, um, that's a whole different topic. But um, wild. That that should die. I don't know how this is still being discussed. Yeah. Um, and I think the black box thing—that's just an invasion of my privacy. Yeah. Now you're you are physically in my car, mm-hmm. seeing where I'm going. That's yeah. wrong. I think that's. Yeah. I, no, I can't. Exactly right. There's no argument you can tell me that's not an invasion of privacy. That's an invasion right. of privacy. Well, you're tracking me now. You know, some people be like, "Well, that's that's a reach," but it, it's not. I mean, how many times does your phone update with a bug fix on it? Right. Yeah. You get a black box in your car. Yep. It's gonna. There's gonna be bugs and all that. You know, nobody reads their their user agreements, their terms and conditions. Yeah. Right? I think I think at one point in the Google's terms and conditions, like if you met a Google employee and they asked you to make him a sandwich, you had to do it because. <laughs> but it was so deep, you know, deep yeah. in there. You signed on, you're like, ah, and you don't know that. Yeah. Again, I'm, and, and you know, we'll come back full circle, Zach. There's going to be updates for these things. You're going to have to find some way to update yep. it, whether you're, they're installing a new box or you're taking it to somewhere to see. It you know, breaks. Yep. Get it. Obviously they're going to be reading it. So they know what to tax you. There's going to be something in there eventually, somewhere down the line, where it's yep. it's it's not just saying this is how many miles you went. This like this is the stop that you made at this time on this date. Yep. And to end on that is with that work you just said, right? They'd have to be updated. They'd have they could they could break. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some people have said, well, we'd have to make another department, you know, of YDOT or whoever this is. Okay, so now you're paying more people, and then we just talked about there's going to be repairs and stuff. So there's cost to this. So sure, you might be these guys might be writing in on paper and saying, "Hey, this is how much we could generate." They're not talking about these costs, and so it's like it might not even be you know on paper it could be a ten million dollar a year increase, but then you got to take five million out of it for costs. Right. It's like okay, so. You know, and we've talked about the big, the big hole right now we're in is K-12, 300 million. 
Okay, five million ain't doing anything. Yep. Yeah. You know, same with the fuel tax. The fuel tax is gonna be, I think it's five or ten million again too. And it's like, okay, that's not again, that's not doing anything. Right. Um Right. There's no payoff. Exactly. And again, to that, they're gonna say, Well, then we just come up with more taxes. That's why they won't repeal the fuel tax if this passes either. Right. Because combined, then you get ten ten million. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it will never end. And I don't want to sound like some conspiracy theorist because that I don't I don't I don't buy into that. I'm not trying to, to, to you sell put, you, you on something. You put your tin tinfoil hat on right. over there. <laughs> but I do see the the ludicrous uh the idiocracy just yeah everything is a slip slippery slope to me. Yeah. Okay? And that doesn't mean I'm a conspiracy theorist. I'm just telling you there are slippery slopes to everything. Well, and like you said, there, when, when's the last time you can remember a tax has ever been repealed? Right. Very rarely. Okay. When government gets it, you know, I think my parents used to joke with me, Hey, the, the things, you know, that's going to happen in your life is taxes. Uh, there's something else or you, you die, you know, it's like that. Yeah. Like, and that's true. <laughs> I mean that you're, Tell me the last time we've had a tax repealed, okay, at any level. Right. Okay, very rarely. Yeah. So I'm with you there. It's, it's, we get down this road, you know, we're not coming out of it. So, um, and that's not to say we're not against, you know, any sort of reform or having the discussion, but like when this, when bills like this are proposed, this is dumb. Um, yeah, so. That, I think that's all we have to say about that. Let's, uh, we're all revved up here. This is a, yeah, let's just keep going. Yeah. <laughs> freaking do we, let's, let's talk about again, how, how we viewed Liz Cheney, our representative that's on good. voting on the impeachment. Let's backtrack that. So yeah. Liz Cheney was, uh, was, uh, in the house. A lot of Republicans voted to impeach the second time, uh, Donald Trump yeah. two weeks ago. Yep. And her comments were at his rally. He said those things that someone could look and say incited those individuals to, to raid into the Capitol building. Right. And I agree with her. He definitely did say some things. And Zach, you went through some of those things that he said Yeah, and he said those things. Right. Okay. This is the whole thing about insightful language. He maybe didn't intend to, for that to happen, but he needs to be aware of where he is, who his audience is. Yes. And, and that is why. And she said, I, and she said, this is a conscious thing. This is not a political thing. And I agree. That's, it's a law thing, right? That's, that's, if you, if you just took what he said, Okay. And, and kind of gave the context of who the people are or whatever. And just, right. you didn't and say what's who, happened over the past few months. Exactly. You, everyone, every normal human being would say that's, that would be, that's insightful. Right. I think people are forgetting though, insightful. Okay. That's a crime, but you know, some people are making it like, you know, he should be in prison. It's like, well, he shouldn't be in prison, but it's a right. crime. Right. Okay. That's what, and I think people are forgetting what impeachment is. It's impeachment is just saying he did a crime. Right. That's it. Right. Right. Like I think Bill Clinton did a crime because he lied in court. That's a crime. Right. I don't think what he did with Monica Lewinsky is a crime. Right. Okay. That's a completely different conversation, but he lied in court. That's a crime. Yeah. Okay. Richard, like anyways, that's, I think people forget what impeachment means is like they committed some sort of crime. Okay. That's right. Then it's negotiable about what the crime is. So anyways, that want to give some context on that. Yeah. Um, Obviously, Cheney here in Wyoming, he's getting a lot of backlash, which I think is stupid. Um, 
Cause it's just like, you guys are going further, further right and not understanding the consequences of doing that. Also, I don't see anybody going after Barrasso and Loomis. They voted for impeachment in the Senate. <laughs> okay. And it passed the, it passed in the Senate for that second impeachment of, of Donald Trump. Yep. Anyways, I guess they'll be coming for him now for him, for him next, but maybe, I don't know. But, um, so representative Matt, how do you say his last name? Gates, Gates, Gates. Um, apparently he's going to freaking hold a rally first in Cheyenne and he's going to run against Cheney here in Wyoming in 2022. So he's not running. Okay. Um, There was a headline that said something like that, but he's, he's not, he, in an interview, he said he doesn't want her seat. He's trying to, uh, well, he's already a congressman, right? Right. And he's campaigning against her or trying to get other people to, to vote against. Okay. So he's, he's going to help like that's that guy out of Cheyenne. Yeah. That makes sense now why he's holding a, a, a rally in Cheyenne. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. Um, Gates representative out of Florida, Republican representative out of Florida. Um, I think it's tomorrow. Yeah. Tomorrow, Thursday, the 28th, I believe. Yeah. Um, uh, right in front of the Capitol building, I believe, um, uh, a rally, um, against Cheney. And so again, it's in opposition to Cheney's vote to impeach Trump. We've talked about this. Um, you know, uh, Cheney again came out and said her vote wasn't politics. It was based on one, her conscious, you know, that she saw that's wrong. And then two, her duty to uphold the constitution, which supersedes party lines. I don't care who you are, what the situation is, what vote you're on. Your duty ultimately comes down to the country and to the constitution. I don't care about party lines. Um, so there's some interesting back and forth going between Cheney or Cheney's uh, spokesman, spokespeople, and uh, Representative Gates. Um, so um, I thought this was hilarious, though. So apparently Gates at some point or maybe a few years ago was getting ready to go on to a, a uh, a TV interview and you know was putting on makeup but the caption and his look on his face made, made him look like he liked it or he was used to it yeah and so uh, somebody from Liz Cheney's uh, you know advisory whatever said representative Gates can leave his beauty bag at home in Wyoming the men don't wear makeup um, I was like yeah nice that's that's a burn get, <laughs> get some aloe vera for that burn uh. um, and uh so uh, again, but just child, I mean, gosh, we, this is the third week in a row. We've talked about this. It's childish. Yep. You know, it's the pointing fingers. You did this. He did that. It's not helping anything. I said, we're one week in to Biden's presidency. He signed 30 some executive orders. This is a big deal. Fighting each other. Isn't going to be a problem. It, yeah. it should not, should not be what we're focused on. Yeah. Right. We have four years to fight this leftist agenda that's disguised as a moderate. Biden ran on this, I'm a moderate, and then chose the most leftist uh, running mate he could find. Um, again, once again, Biden ran said he would not ban fracking, all, even though he ran on the platform that he would do it. But when asked, said, no, I'm not banning it. And then lo and behold, bans it. Yep. I don't, okay, 60 days, it's still a ban. He's yeah. banned it. Yep. Um, I, this is what this like just I, I just wanted to scream when I saw this headline. <laughs> Biden's like, my plan is going to we're going to end COVID on my plan, my plan, my plan. And I, the whole time I'm saying, what plan, dude? What, you don't have a plan. And yeah. so then he gets in there and says, yeah, there's nothing we can do about COVID. Straight up. Those are his words not taken out of context. I'm, he, he straight up says that. 
we got to get our heads right. Yeah. <laughs> we got to focus. Uh, if all you're, again, if all you're doing is pointing fingers, you're part of the problem, right? You are the problem. Uh, we got to get to work and, and do what the people elected you to do. I, and I know there's going to be people out there who are, who are pissed and we're not going to change their minds because that's who they are. Uh, you know, the, one of the arguments out there is get, we'll get rid of the rhinos in office like Liz Cheney, you know, replace them with these Trumpian conservatives like Gates, uh, and, and then we can fight the fight, right? Cause they're going to be the ones who are going to stand up to it. Guess what? Cheney voted more in line with Trump's policies than Gates did. Yep. Uh, Gates 85% of the time voted, uh, in line with Trump. Cheney voted 93% of the time. I, and I went and looked, I wanted to see what are they, what they disagree on. Yeah. Uh, and the internet's awesome in this way because there's a site for that. You can see, you can yes. compare uh, people across party lines and even within the party. So I went and looked and, um, uh, let's see here. Thank God for Trump. <laughs> <laughs> he really changed. He really changed politics yeah. where it's now we're looking at how many times <laughs> did you vote in favor of Trump? Right. Oh God, it's funny. So uh, a couple of the big ones, there was, there's a ton. You can look by like major votes, what this website deems as major votes. And then some of the others that are, that show like every vote. Right. Um, and, uh, one of those things that they did, that uh, Cheney voted in favor of that Matt Gates did not was the Agriculture and Nutrition Act of 2018. So if you'll think back to that kind of that summer, we are we're starting to renegotiate NAFTA. We're starting to look at some trade, you know, renegotiating these trade deals that Trump said he was going to change so that they favored America. Well, that that hurt farmers a little bit, uh, not a little bit, a lot. Right. So they passed this act that's supposed to it did it did a lot, but a lot of it was protections for farmers, not just in Wyoming, but in this entire Western area where a lot of agriculture and ranching takes place. Um, Cheney voted in favor. Matt Gates did not. Ultimately, it passed. Thank God. Uh, gave our our farmers a lifeline. Um, but there's one thing. I mean, you can't tell me that she's not for Wyoming people. While even anybody in this region, if you by looking at that. Yeah. Right. Yep. I, you know, I wonder if uh, Mr. Gates there knows where his food comes from. Right. Out there in Florida. Yeah. Right. Um, Another one, this was an interesting one, this bipartisan budget bill of 2018. Now, again, think back to that's probably more in the winter. Uh, we had a shutdown, a government shutdown. Um, and Republicans had proposed a bill, a budget bill, and Democrats had shut it down. And because of that, uh, Democrats screamed at Trump. Trump shut down the government. Um, yep. Nope, it was Democrats. Uh, Liz yeah. Cheney voted in favor. This would have reopened the government. This would have passed the bill. Matt Gates did not vote for it. He he uh, he did not vote for it. He voted to uh, to keep the government shut down um, and not pass a, a budget bill. Now again, whatever you know, the bill it passed and it got people back to work and it was largely had Republican support. What's cool about that site is you can see numbers too on on you know how yeah. many Republicans, Democrats nice. on it. Um, so overwhelming Republican support, um, you know, except for uh, Matt Gates, right. <laughs> Yeah. You know, I, uh, I'm with you. I don't understand, um, why we should care about Gates's opinion. He's from Florida. Not sure why he's, he's wasting the time coming up to Cheyenne. Yep. Um, he is a representative. So it's like, you don't have anything else better to do right now. Right. Like you just said, Biden has signed 30 over 30 executive orders in his first couple of days in office. Uh, 
yeah, I'm confused. And then you're right. I think Liz Cheney has done a great job. Um, let's get into the comments from Dan Crenshaw. Love Dan Crenshaw to yes. Texas. There needs to be more like him. And I'm glad that he has come to back up Liz Cheney. Cause I think there needs to be more like Liz Cheney in regards of when something like this happens, you, you set aside, like you said, she set aside her party lines and said, that is wrong. And I'm going to stand up to that. And so did Dan Crenshaw. And he makes that point of look, well, first he, you know, he says it politely in regards to, we can disagree and still, you know, be on the same party, say I'm same team. Yep. Okay. And he talks about the same thing of like, we're, why are we, why are we wasting our, this, this time doing this? Right. Um, you know, I love Dan Crenshaw anyways, but um, yeah. I'm glad that he's back and he's he's coming to the aid of Liz Cheney. Yep. Um, yeah, I, I, love to, I love to see that. I don't know about you, but I never want to be in the opposite corner from Dan Crenshaw. Nope. I, I, I always want to be on that guy's side. Uh, he's just super even keel. Um, he knows what he wants to get done and he's going to do it. And he's very, yeah, like you said, very even keel. Any debates I've ever seen, you know, he's very you know, let's get to the truth. Let's get to what the real problem is. Right. And then let's best for America. Yeah. And then let's come to an agreement. And he's very, he's very open about, Hey, we might have to come to a compromise if this is what you want, you know, whatever it is you want to get done. So yeah, he's great. Um, anyways, keep it up. Liz Cheney. Yeah. Uh, Don't back any, down. Anybody that's like, so up in arms about it. It's like you, you're the problem because you're not understanding, the whole impeachment process and the whole insightful thing. Right. Um, you know, I'm with you. I think, why are we impeaching him a second time? Like, I think it's a freaking dog and pony show. I'm with you. But, and, and I think there's some underlying reasons of they're doing it. So he can't run again, which I'm like, I don't think we really want him to run again. Like, is that really something that Republicans really want? Right. Like, um, oh, I've said it before and I'll say it again. If Trump runs again, if Trump is our only choice in 2024, yeah. we're doomed. Yeah. Conservatives in the Republican Party are doomed. Yeah. And like, I don't know. I think we've got a good ticket right here. You're telling me Dan Crenshaw and Liz Cheney wouldn't be a good ticket? Like, yeah, yeah I'm with you. I agree. Like, if, if that's our option in 2024, it's like the conservatives have lost their minds. Yep. It's over. Um, and it's like, you wonder why Joe Biden wins is because it's like, well, this is the problem is because anyways, but yeah. And I mean, real, realistically, that's why he won in 2016. You saw the guy and like Ted Cruz has finally flipped it and has finally got a backbone and finally doing what he should have been doing. But like everyone else, it was kind of like, really Jeb Bush. Like we really want another Bush, you know, doc Carson would have been okay, but he was very, uh, uh, you know, uh, I, I mean, Trump made it into a TV show. So right. Anyways, but yeah, no, it's like, if that's our option, you know, good job on that one, fellas. Um, but also shout out to senators Brasso and Loomis. Um, they, you know, Wyoming people are sticking together here, which is, is good to see. Um, you know, Brasso's reached out to us um, yeah. recently. So we, I think we shared it on Instagram yesterday, yep. right? Yep. Um, so that's cool to see, um, you know, Wyoming people stick together. That's our, there you go. Yep. You people here in Wyoming that are upset about it. There you go. I yep. expect to see the same thing then the same, uh, uh backlash against Brasso and Loomis, right? If, 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 if this means so much to you that Cheney voted this way, it better, I'm sorry, <laughs> go after him. Yep. Right. Yeah. 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 No, I agree. Be consistent. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> 
think a, a theme we say on this show, be consistent. Don't freaking don't fall into the divisiveness that yeah. they freaking keep doing. Um, all right. So, okay. Some kind of cool stuff transitioning a little. Well, this one's not cool, but cool. Sorry. cool stuff is coming <laughs> yeah, up. Coming up. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> uh, so the Vatican, um, the Vatican exonerates a former Wyoming Bishop. Um, so apparently there were some claims and accusations to this Bishop. Um, the Vatican pretty much is just saying there wasn't enough evidence for them to make, um, make a claim, I guess is kind of right. Is, is what I figured, Zach, is that what you kind of got from that article? that's, That's their official statement. Um, there wasn't enough. Um, to go see. off could of could not be proven without moral certitude. So yeah, there wasn't, they couldn't make a, a yes or no claim basically. Um, there's a, there's a lot of people who are upset, obviously all the victims uh, and there's, there's more than one and it's several occasions where allegations have come up. Um, and I think we've talked a little bit about, you know, how to deal with these situations. Yeah. Right. And, and we don't want to, you know, go out there and say, we don't, we don't believe the victims. Right. Um, but evidence is, is important. And yeah. the way our judicial system is set up is you are innocent until proven guilty. Um, now that being said, this is a common trope in, in the, the church, the Catholic church. Yep. Um, and uh, I don't know. They, they, they don't rule, but they like, uh, what did they call it? They rebuked him and said, you know, you shouldn't have been in these situations where your, 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 um, character was called into question. Yeah. And so I think that to me is, is as close to an admission of guilt as you'll probably get. Yeah. Um, you know, I think if your character really is strong and, and, and is what it is, you're not going to, you're number one, not going to put yourself in a situation where there can be any question of it. Right. And then, uh, people will recognize your, your, yeah. Right. Um, I agree. And I think, um, cause, cause those situations are tough, right? I mean, it, it, it right. in those situations in the church and I, I will kind of devil's advocate of the church is in a tough spot cause it, it, it probably is a, he said, she said, right. Right. Or he said, he said, yeah, yeah. And there might not be any like physical, like, and not, you know, I understand there's victims here, but there's like evidence, right. You know, um, this is a Bishop, you know, the church, you you know, it's, uh, it's hard, you know, the church is a close knit thing, you know, they can't, you know, if it's one and then there's another one, you know what I mean? It's like police unions, they close in on themselves. So it's hard. It's a hard situation. And it, um, you know, we, we feel sorry for the victims there. And, yeah. and, and I'm with you though. A rebuke is pretty big from the church. Yeah. And then them just saying there's not enough evidence. It's like, well, right. I mean, why you're rebuking them then, you know, it's one of those things. So, yeah. uh, but and, again, we, we do uh, our, our thoughts and, and prayers and yep. condolences go out to those, those people mm-hmm. experiencing this is, is awful. Um, uh, I, yeah, I wouldn't wish it on anybody. Yeah, no, I agree. And I think, um, to move on on this is always, always tell some, somebody right away. Um, and normalize that we need to normalize. Yes. Talk about it. Talk about it. Talk about it. Not in it alone. Yep. Um, and, um, this is actually kind of a, a, a tip from 
talking with strangers from Malcolm Gladwell because he talks about the Michigan gymnastics situation. Mm-hmm. And that's the problem is there was no, um, you know, the parents didn't normalize it with other parents with that doctor. Yep. Um, they just were like, they took his word and, it, and they felt uncomfortable, but they didn't ever talk to somebody else. Right. So normalize that, have those conversations. It's okay. Um, yeah. and then, um, yeah. And, uh, I think that's all we can say on that one. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's sad that you, you might have to have that conversation with your, yep. your son or daughter, Unfortunately, that's the world we live in and there's evil everywhere. Mm -hmm. This is evil in its purest form. And, you know, I'm sorry, but well, and you've got to stay vigilant, right? right. I mean, being silent and not talking about it, that's you're letting it, you know, that's that whole talk about you're letting, you're letting evil win. Then if you do nothing, you know, um, or whatever that phrase is, whatever. Um, Right. Right. So, um, all right. So last couple things. Well, let's talk about this. The Campbell County one. Remember this uh, way at the bottom there, Zach. Yeah. So those parents brought in their three month old baby had over 30 broken bones. Um, they the mother has been charged uh, with criminal charges. Um not to be stereotypical, but her mugshot, Zach, if you pull that up from Cowboy State Daily. It is exactly what you would expect. Yeah. Um I'll let everyone else, you go find that Cowboy State Daily. Uh, But anyways, those parents have been charged with criminal charges. Um, If you don't remember, a couple weeks ago we covered uh, in Campbell County, these parents brought in a three-month-old baby with 30, over 30 broken bones. Um, And so finally they they have, they've been, uh, I guess you'd be arrested then, criminal charges. Right. Yep. um, Wanted to cover that. Uh, cause that's kind of our last kind of, uh, dark story, I guess. Um, so transition into some kind of cool, fun stuff. Um, this is kind of funny, Zach. I was talking to somebody about this. I was like, how would this work? Yeah. So Weld County in Colorado. So Weld County is pretty much like Northern Colorado. Yep. Right next yeah, to Cheyenne. Yeah. Just South of Cheyenne. Yeah. Uh, I guess they want us to secede from Colorado <laughs> and join Wyoming. They'd like to become Weld County, Wyoming. Oh goodness. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't think there was, I think that was pretty much the story. Um, I was talking to people. I'm like, how the hell would you do this? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't think it's really possible. Uh, I don't know. I mean, Wyoming would obviously have to accept it. There'd have to be some sort of annexation. Yep. Um, I don't know. It's funny. So like, so the seventh graders that I work with, they, they have to, they're learning the States and capitals. And so one kid asked me last week, something like, is it true if you pay any amount of money, the you can like change this, the name of the state or something. <laughs> I was like, no, I, I don't think so, bud. And so now, and then we get this kind of story where a County wants to, you know, <laughs> change States. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's fun. It's funny. And I don't know, they have like, it's a grassroots organization there. They believe the, the people of Weld County, Colorado, um, have always felt, um, especially in recent years that they align more with Wyoming values, um, especially, you know, including gun rights, oil and gas, um, and those are their main motivators to want to secede from Colorado. Um, uh, cool. I'd take you. <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess you, you hit on the right things, gun rights and oil and gas. So, um, well, so well, just for, if anyone doesn't know oil and gas, so Weld County right there is the DJ. So okay. if there is a, you know, Northern part of the DJ basin, so they, they are, 
they are active, you know. Sure, so sure. and Colorado has been very anti oil and gas the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, so of course, Weld County probably would think I'd rather be in Wyoming because they're raising my taxes. They're you yeah. know they're limiting oil and gas development, you know. So um, right, rightfully so, you know. Um, yeah, I mean, my question is, what about the people who vote no on that? Yeah. You know, if it, if they, I mean, cause so what's happened, they You're want this to here. be, on, you gonna- <laughs> <laughs> they want this on their ballot. And so, Oh, funny. Um, yeah, if I don't know how many people need to sign the petition or whatever to get it on yeah. their ballot, but yeah, what happens to the, the majority or the, you know, partial portion that says, no, we don't want to be part of Wyoming. I don't know. It's, it's like, sorry. <laughs> I don't know. This is, this will be something to keep an eye on. Um, it, you know, I was thinking of that kid's question, you know, a city, you can change the name, right? You can always, you know, cause there are towns here in Wyoming that are one person or a couple people and sure. they change the name Yeah. or you can buy a town. Um, the county though, you're right. I think county just, yeah. and then the, the state thing is like, that's a whole nother because then all of a sudden, you know, state of Wyoming's gaining land from Colorado. Right. There'd have to be some sort of purchase there, you would think, right, you know. Yeah. Um, anyways, uh, kind of funny. That's funny. It's funny that it's a grassroots, like, they're, like, full yeah, bore, like, like no, we, we're yeah. doing it. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Yeah. Uh, last... Uh, Last two things here. Um, so the Longmire days, uh, those have been rescheduled to September. So a little later, they're usually, uh, in July kind of rodeo time. Um, but it's good news that they are like, nope, it's happening September, 2021. Um, they obviously canceled it last year, so they're probably looking to have a good turnout. Yep. Um, I've been there because they closed down that street there in Buffalo. It's pretty cool. Um, you know, I haven't been there to like the parade or anything though. Cause like the actors come like a lot of yeah. them, you know, they always come every year. So, yep. um, yeah, I think I went to one of the first ones. Um, and I, we went, my dad and I went to the pancake breakfast cause then they, after that you can do autographs. And right. So I had one of the books. Um, and so I was going to have them autograph the book and, uh, like not even, I don't know. We like, we had just sat down with like the pancakes and the lines already forming to like go sign. So we're like, Oh shoot. Okay. So stuff our face with pancakes and go get in the line. That's already five blocks long. Yeah. And then by the time we get, and so it's right there in like crazy woman square park. That's where it's all happening. Right. And so we're all the way down on the, on the South end of main street there. And we finally get around the corner into the park and like everybody just rushes up to the table. Like that line, it lasted until we got there. So <laughs> two hours probably. And the people, I don't enough of this. And they just rushed the table. And my dad and I looked at each other and we're like, Nope, that's enough of that. Got in the car and went back home. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I'm sure it's gotten more organized since then, but yeah, hopefully it's better. <laughs> um, I, I want to go. I've been meaning to go back. Um, I've been so close to meeting the guy that plays Longmire like a couple times. Yeah. Um, I think a year or two after that time that I went, they did a small function, um, like the day before at the Sheridan Inn and, uh, Craig Johnson was there signing books and, uh, one of the deputies, I think the Ferg, um, was supposed to be there. And then the guy who plays Longmire was supposed to be there. And, uh, so I got to meet the Ferg. He's super cool guys. Uh, I got a picture with him and then 
uh, Robert Taylor, I think, is the actor that plays Longmire. Um, his his plane in from Denver got delayed or something, so he oh. wasn't going to show up. I was like, oh, are you kidding me? Um, and so then after that point, it's the fates... The fates don't want it to be. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you met uh, Adam Adam Bartley. Bartley, would yeah. Be the Ferg. Yep. Yeah, and then Robert Taylor. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'd love to, because I know Robert Taylor. Like he comes every year. Yeah, like, yeah he loves this. He's place. all about it. Yeah. yeah. I think he got married. Uh, not last year, the year before. I was I was following him. Oh hell yeah! And uh, got married in either Buffalo or in Sheridan, um, over Longmire days. Like that was. They did it here in Wyoming. That's awesome. Yeah, it was cool. We should get him on, him and Craig Johnson. Yes. We definitely want to have Craig Johnson on, but if we get uh, Robert Taylor while he's in town, that'd be cool. That'd be really cool. Um, Yeah, it's it's a cool event. If you've never been, you know, Buffalo's a cool little town. Yeah. They, yeah, I mean, it's like the only street. (laughs) Right, it's it's Main Street. Right there, it gets closed (laughs) down. It's pretty cool. It's it's a fun time. Yeah. Um, uh, Last thing, so we talked about this in our local news, Zach, but talk about the the win initiative again mm-hmm. um so the Go- governor gordon is is promoting a new collaboration between UW and the community colleges um again this is this is trying to promote keep wyoming people here you know education um i do think he's trying to probably push like tech manufacturing yep you know um kind of that next generation of jobs so yeah software engineering program um yep that'd be huge yep so uh, yeah and then again in addition tourism hospitality programs entrepreneurship training programs uh which is cool to see for for a variety of markets uh, yeah so that's awesome yeah no it's good and good i on governor gordon this you know he's being proactive he's seeing down the future you know down the road um and I, I appreciate that. You know, we say what you want about the COVID stuff, but this is this is really good strides for Wyoming's future. And he's done, yeah, he's done a lot of great stuff in regards to, you know, diversifying, you know, yeah, thinking ahead, you right. know, educate. It's no longer just that buzzword, yep. diversified. Yep. Yeah, he's actually doing something. And I like I like stuff like this versus like in Dow. Mm-hmm. I think in Dow is kind of a waste of time. Like you're bringing people in to talk like that's great like cool and we're wasting money on you guys to talk and then yeah for you guys to say you're doing stuff like i want to see stuff happen yeah. like this like him forcing you to reach out to the community colleges more like this is this is doing something this is taking action right so yeah yeah i, I agree you know whatever you want to think of governor gordon at least he does you know he has a great vision in regards to kind of the future of wyoming so I do appreciate that. Yeah. Um, well, that's uh, that's episode one. C- covered a lot again. Um, hopefully, we don't talk about Liz Cheney again in this stupid impeachment crap. Man, I'll um, lose my mind. Yeah. So, <laughs> but um, think about that mileage tax. You know, think about that. Be educated on all the bills and stuff being proposed. But yeah. Um, thank you for listening to another uh, episode of Go Be Wyoming. Today's episode is brought to you by Alpha Graphics of Sheridan. They offer a full variety of printing needs for any business or brand. They can also help you with any web design, social media marketing, and more. Give them a call today at 307-674-6277.
Today's episode is also brought to you by DYT Solutions. They offer custom digital marketing solutions for your company or brand. Visit their website at dytsolutionswy.com or email them at admin at designyourtech.com. Once again, that's dytsolutionswy.com and their email is admin at designyourtech.com. Sheridan County Title is another sponsor for today's episode. They offer better service for a better price. Ask for the best title service that has been serving Sheridan for over 50 years. Give them a call at 307-672-6478. This episode is also brought to you by Jess Hattervig at ERA Carroll Realty. You're going to need an expert realtor if you're looking to buy, sell, or build a home up here in Northeastern Wyoming. Give Jess a call at 307-751-6924. Again, that is Jess Hattervig at ERA Carroll Realty. <laughs> 